Hi, welcome to the Lawcast. My name is Melanie Thorley and I'm the director here. Today I want to talk and I want to talk about myths, employment myths. Now, those of you who are regular listeners know that I do this from time to time and uh, a few of them have come up over the last couple of weeks that I think I th- I think it's worth revisiting. So, the first uh, myth that it's been coming up an awful lot is you can't get fired while you're on work cover okay now setting aside because we have a piece of legislation here in Australia or certainly in Queensland called the Workers Compensation and Rehabilitation Act and that says that if an employee is injured and it is work's fault then it's not possible to terminate that person lawfully within the first year of that injury. Now, that's about the injury. That's not about other things the employee might do. For instance, if you replace that employee for the time being, you know, put somebody else in that role and you find that that employee's been stealing, terminate! Why wouldn't you terminate? Why wouldn't you be allowed to terminate? It doesn't make any sense. Or if uh, that employee is on a return to work program and they just act like a total pork chop. Why wouldn't you put them through a performance plan? Why wouldn't you put them through conduct issues? Why wouldn't you terminate them if they start being denigrating or sexually harassing somebody? This is not about the injury. This is about the conduct of the employee and whether it's consistent with employment. It is absolutely possible to terminate an employee while they're on work cover. Obviously there are it's there are parameters around that. But yeah, totally. It's no there's not there's not like some weird shield that gets created because an employee is now on work cover. That doesn't exist. Number two. Okay, so the second one that's been coming up a little bit for me this in the this week and last week uh, is it's not possible to terminate someone while they're on sick leave why not I I don't get that okay so there's a few things that one needs to think about when um, when someone is on sick leave and you're looking at terminating them we've got procedural fairness or natural justice as other people call it uh, where you need to be providing that person with information about whatever they're doing wrong okay and we have in Australia something called the unfair dismissal regime which is in the Fair Work Act it's 3-2 of the Fair Work Act and that says uh, the criteria for considering harshness is whether that person whether it's about that person's conduct or capacity whether that person was told about their conduct or capacity whether they were given a chance to respond in relation to that conduct or capacity now if the person is on sick leave it's going to be really hard to tell them something or it's going to be really hard to get them to respond to something but if those parameters are met then yeah i don't i don't see any problem with lawfully terminating someone while they're on sick leave if you can meet the parameters of that and quite frankly it won't matter if they're on sick leave if you have them on video upskirting or you have them on video literally stealing 
Um, those things are serious misconduct. As long as you've got reasonable evidence to show you that the thing is happening, you don't necessarily need that employee to respond to that. If you can absolutely, without a shadow of doubt, in your mind know that this thing has happened, video evidence would probably suffice, then you wouldn't need that person to respond uh, to the actions because what are they going to say? Yeah, I did it. I totally upskirted or I totally stole. <laughs> and what are they going to say? No, I didn't do it. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. So look, I think... Um, I think when people are thinking about termination while that employee is not there, that it's, it's too narrow. Um, it is absolutely possible to do terminations while someone is on work cover or when somebody is, on, is sick. Now, there's a couple more myths I'm just going to go through really quickly because they've been coming up a little bit as well. That is, people who are casual workers can't file unfair dismissal applications. Okay, well, I don't understand that one because uh, there are parameters and it talks about um, casual people in the Fair Work Act in relation to uh, um, filing unfair dismissal applications. And the parameters are just, you know, are they a casual that's had consistent ongoing employment? Have they reached the minimum employment period? It's, I don't get it. So. I would suggest if you think that you can't file an unfair dismissal because you're casual or you think because you've got casuals you'll be somehow you know got some weird you know shield from unfair dismissals stop and think about that again. The other myth I want to talk about is people over the high income threshold. Right now the high income threshold is like $168,000 so okay so we're going to say that that doesn't fit with most of the people who are working, yeah? Most people don't earn over $168,000 a year. But if you do earn over $168,000 a year, that does not automatically mean you are not under an award. For instance, you could just be the best paid retail industry employee on the planet. Or you could be an IT worker if it's the, the, uh, the, the, the parameters around the professional services award. Just because you're earning a lot of money doesn't mean you're award free. And on the flip side, just because you're earning a lot of money doesn't mean you're not able to file an unfair dismissal application. The criteria is under the high income threshold or you fall under an award. So it also doesn't mean if you don't fall under an award and you're under the high income threshold that you can't file an unfair dismissal. I actually don't know where any of these myths come from because they don't make any sense to me. I, I just don't understand why people think if you're earning a lot of money, you don't fall under an award automatically. It doesn't make any sense to me. Awards are not about, there's no kind of, there's no kind of piece of legislation that says if you're a high income earner, you do not fall under an award. It doesn't, none of that exists. There is legislation that enables for employees and employers to talk about pulling you out of an award if you're over a high income threshold. There's legislation out there that talks about um, types of jobs that might that don't fall under awards but, a jobs are, but awards are about your industry. Awards are about what you do for a living. 
They're not about how much you earn. So I've never really understood that. Okay, so there's that. So I'm having a little bit of a rant today because there's a lot of stuff that keeps popping up and they're all just complete bullshit myths, okay? <laughs> just don't make any sense. There is no blanket, absolute. There was another one that came I came across actually while I'm having a bit of a rant, everyone, is that you can't... Um, you can't do protected industrial action unless you are a part of a union. I don't know where that one came from. There's, there's nothing in the Fair Work Act that says you have to be part of a union before you can perform protected um, uh, industrial action. I think it's almost exclusively a union exercise because you have to be organized to do it. And most individuals, don't organize themselves enough to be able to pull together the, 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 the criteria one needs to perform indust, um, protected industrial action. But I actually don't know where that came from. That's just the weirdest one. I, look, myths, everyone. They're just plain myths, okay? I'm not talking about myths like, are they aliens? Because of course we can't possibly answer that question. But they're myths like, the earth is not flat. We do not have chemtrails. <laughs> high, high ranking people in the world have not been taken over by the lizard people. <laughs> We're talking about those myths, everyone. Okay. So <laughs> okay, so next time you have a thought that something doesn't actually feel right, okay, doesn't make the pub test, or it just doesn't, doesn't, doesn't pass the should we, you know, kind of space. Stop and have a think about whether you're believing something that is actually a myth, okay? Stop and really think about it. Um, that's it for me today. This is a quite a short one, but I just thought, you know what, myth busting is, is, is quite fun. Um, there's a lot of ones out there. Don't believe everything you hear. And, uh, and everyone have a brilliant fortnight. <laughs> Thanks for watching the Lawcast. See you later.